I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 53, When You're in the Middle of the Struggle. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mamas and Money. I am so thrilled that you are here today, and I'm so grateful that I get to speak to you each and every week and give you tools that you can use in your life to create that confidence. And today's topic, I think, is something that we have gone through, that we may be currently going through, and we will go through in the future. So I think it's so important to talk about, to give us tools of how to navigate this struggle that we go through when we're in the middle of the hard, when we're in the middle of making a decision, going through the change and the process and the learning and the growth of that decision, and then finally getting to our results. Because being in the middle can be hard. It can be a struggle. And over the next couple of weeks, I want to talk about this and help us take a deeper dive into what that can mean for us and what that can do in our lives, and then how to help us move through it as well. If we're finding ourselves to be stuck, learning about how we can endure and move forward through the struggle in a way that can serve us and help us in all that we want to do. Now, I want to start off with talking about what can cause this struggle. And I've kind of boiled it down to three things, but I wanted to start off with explaining what struggle means. And so I went to Google to find a definition of struggle. And I really appreciated this description. And it says, okay, what does it mean to try very hard to do, achieve, or deal with something that is difficult or causes problems? And I think that encompasses how we're going to talk about struggle today, whether it's something we want to achieve or we're dealing with something that either from our choice or the choices of others or just a life circumstance can be hard to deal with that causes difficulties, that can cause us problems, and that we have to work through to get to the other side. So I boiled it down to kind of three different things that can cause struggle in our lives. And the first one is our choices. Now, our choices can mean a couple of different things. It could be choices of helping us improve and achieve something. It can also mean the choices that we make that actually don't improve or we don't serve us going forward. So I'll give you examples of each. So if we choose, if we have a desire to improve or to achieve something, let's say we decide to start a business. We have an idea. We have a way that we can serve and help others around us through a product or a service. So we want to start a business. This is a way we can improve. Now, inherently, When we do something we either have never done before or that we're looking to get to the next level of, we have to realize that we're not going to be good at it because we haven't done it yet or we haven't reached that level before. So we are not going to be very good at that thing. And so it's going to be a struggle, especially as a new business owner. If you are learning how to put a business together, there's many things that you have to learn and grow through to then be able to run a successful business. In addition to those that have already started their businesses and are moving through to get to the next level, 
those are levels they've never seen before. So there's a struggle there to learn and grow and have what they need to then get to the other side of that and to continually have what they want in their business. Now, so that might be a way to look at choices that we make that could cause a struggle in and on our way to improvement. Now, in opposite effect of that, we may choose things that don't improve our lives, that don't serve us going forward. And so let me give you an example. For me, if I chose to eat unhealthy, if I chose to not exercise, if I chose not to get adequate sleep or drink enough water, my results may be that I would be unhealthy and even possibly inviting some illness or disease. Now, because of those choices and decisions I made, it's going to cause a struggle, whether in dealing with being unhealthy and possibly ill, or then if I choose then to make a choice to improve. So either way, there is going to be some struggle from that choice. Okay. So that can come from something we decide. Now, the next thing that can invite struggle into our lives is the choices of others. So we might have a loved one that chooses a path that may cause them pain, which can cause us to struggle as well. We could have a family member, a loved one, maybe choose something that is outside of our control, but that affects us. So for example, if we have a spouse choose divorce, that's going to invite struggle into our lives, not just for the difficulty of the divorce, but also that we struggle then to reshape and reform our future going forward, not being married. So there's struggle there that can be caused by others' choices. Now, the other thing that can invite struggle, the third thing that I have listed here is that it could be life circumstances. So for example, if ourselves or a loved one comes down with an illness or a disease, that's completely out of our control. And it might be something that we might question and say, why did this happen? Especially if we've done all of those decisions for ourselves to help us move forward, to help us improve, to help us gain the life and experiences that we want. We might say, why did this happen? And that's what our next kind of segment's about. So we'll go right into that. But I would like to offer you to remember that's part of the human experience. I can agree with you that going through struggles is not easy. It's not fun. It's not something we want to go through, (laughs) at least on how it makes us feel. However, there is maybe something we need to look at in why we are asked to go through the struggle and not just saying it's just part of the human experience and then just suffer through it, but maybe the struggle is part of what we need to do to become who we need to become, to have the experiences we want to have, to learn what we need to learn, to take the next step in our lives. It's part of our learning and our growth. And so I want you to consider some of the struggles that maybe you have gone through. I will say it's easier to look back on the struggles that you've been through rather than the ones that you may be going through currently. Now you can still look at the ones you have currently, but sometimes when we're right in the middle of it, it's hard to understand why or the lessons that we're learning by going through it. For this first question, thinking about your a struggle you've gone through, what has that helped you learn? So for me, I think about some of my struggles. 
let's take health, for example. I've learned what doesn't work for my body, even if it may work for somebody else. I have learned what helps me feel good in my body. I have learned what water can do in keeping me healthy. I have learned what sleep can do to keep me healthy. So these are lessons that I learned within the struggle of becoming healthy and not saying that this is necessarily over either, but this helps me in everything I gain, move on to the next phase to keep improving. How have they helped you grow? How have your struggles helped you grow? And I think of some of the financial struggles that we have experienced as a family and as individuals. And I think, you know, what did I learn from that very painful experience of being basically left with very, very little, not having any income come in, losing, you know, a job, a home, a couple of homes, actually, because <laughs> one was our town home and then our home. Um, in Utah. And I thought, what have I, how have I grown from those experiences? What have I learned? And I think about, well, if I didn't go through that experience, I would not have learned how to develop more patience, developed more faith, developed more hope, especially in things that are outside of my control. I learned how to be more compassionate to others that could go through that same situation. I learned how to make it through a difficult time. I learned that I could be strong through a difficult time and put one foot in front of the other. And that kind of goes into this next question is, of, would you be who you are today if that experience did not happen? And I firmly believe that I would not be the person I am today if I did not go through that experience, especially when it came to that change in our whole family lifestyle due to money or lack thereof. I wouldn't be here to be able to share my knowledge and what I have gained over the years and what I've learned over the years with you if I did not go through that. That experience taught me over years things I needed to learn to then be able to share that with you. And I wouldn't have been able to gain the same knowledge I do today by not going through that experience. And so we change as we go along and go through these struggles. And that's kind of the last question I have here is how has it changed you? How has those experiences, those struggles that you've gone through changed you to who you are today? And I know by those struggles, the things I've had to learn, the things I've had to do to change my way of thinking, to change where I was to who I am today, that was because of the struggle. Now, I could learn a little bit of that from study and from growth and maybe not such a struggle, but the struggle also contributes to changing and helping us develop and helping us become. I've had the beautiful experience to, to dive in and read and study and learn a lot more about World War II and the Holocaust. I have such a, de, I guess, a desire and uh, I'm drawn to learning about the stories of these heroic men and women and children who went through the darkest of times, who went through so much struggle and heartache and pain and learning about their stories and learning about how that affected them and their communities and countries and really the world at large. 
And so I want to talk about that a little later on with some of the things we're going to be discussing, but how even in the most dire circumstances, even in the hardest of struggles, it can be for our benefit going forward. Now, I also want to touch on why the struggle can be so hard while we're right in the middle of it. Why is it hard? And maybe some things that are in our power to make it worse or to help us move through. And I want to share an experience that I had with a sweet friend not too long ago. And we were going to a play together. And before we went into the play, they had an area where you could buy some merchandise. So some hats and some t-shirts of the playhouse on there that you can buy. And she saw a t-shirt that she really liked that was super cute. She's like, oh, I'd really like that shirt. I'd love to wear it. It's a wonderful color. This would be great. And I said, well, why not? Why, what's stopping you from buying that shirt? And she said something very, very unique to me. And she says, I'm trying to get myself to not spend money. And I thought that's so fascinating, especially the way she worded that. And I, I asked her why I'm tell me more about what that meant. And she goes, well, I, as much as I would like the shirt, I want to use this money and save it towards a trip I want to take with my husband next year. I thought that was so fascinating though, the way and the terminology that she uses, that she was trying to get herself to not spend money and inherent in that it's a struggle. She's right in the middle of a goal she has set for herself and she's not at the end result yet. And in that struggle, she is learning to change her her behaviors and habits around money. She's changing maybe what she would have done in the past to spend money to buy the t-shirt. And instead she says, you know, as much as I want that, I now want to make an effort and take the action to change that and take this money, save it and put it towards something I want in the future. And so I wanted to take a look at, okay, well, what makes, what can make it hard? Well, one of the things that can make it hard is the thoughts we think. So if we think this situation, the struggle that we're going through is hard, it tends to be harder. It's so fascinating. I'm reading Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel, who was a therapist and also spent time in the concentration camps um, during his life. He would notice within the inmates there and those who were being held captive that those who thought their situation was dire, who thought this was hard, who thought it was overwhelming, who kind of lost the desire to keep moving forward, it became even more of a struggle for them to be there. He noticed that when, not only when around them was so difficult, when they were having physically being overcome, when they were being beaten, when they were starving, when they had all of these uh, things happening to them, That was one method that was happening to them. But if they added the thoughts they thought that were negative, they were making it harder for themselves mentally to go forward as well. So not only did they experience the physical, then they experienced the mental pain of that as well. And so the thoughts we think truly have an impact on how we go through the struggle. Another thing that can make it hard is we're not seeing the progress that we want to see. So if we have a goal, let's say it is weight loss from our studies and the things that we learn, we're saying, well, we should see this amount of progress around these times. And if we don't see that progress, our mind 
doesn't like it. Our mind then says, and you might have had some of this experience to say, is it worth it? Why do I keep taking these steps? Why do I keep making this effort if I don't see the progression? Because our minds are designed to progress. Our minds and bodies are designed to keep moving forward. And you think about it just biologically. The day we are conceived, we are in a constant stage of progression and change in our bodies. It never stops. Every day we're learning, we're growing, we're becoming, our biologically we're changing. Even from not only the growth we experience, but even the decline we experience, we're in that constant progression state. And even some of the things that we use within our own lives, we progress. Even some structures of education, we progress. We start off at the basics and then we keep moving forward and gaining more and gaining more and gaining more as we're able to understand more and then utilize that information to go forward. So when our brains don't see that progression, it can make it difficult. It's kind of like sitting in traffic. <laughs> and when we're sitting there, we can become much more irritable and frustrated that we aren't getting at, to our destination as quickly. But if we take an alternate route, that may not get us there any sooner, but that at least gets us going forward. It feels so much better because we're seeing progression. Now, in addition to that, we might find that the actions we take are not making a difference. Now, you can look at this a couple of different ways that they may be making a difference. You just haven't seen that result yet. So sometimes it's just staying the course. But if the actions really are not working in our favor, then we need to change and we need to change those action steps to get to the ones that are working for us. So that can make it difficult as well, because maybe there isn't a clear cut way to do things and we might need to change in the middle two different action steps to get us to where we need to be. And then the last thing here is our expectations, what we expect from this time. And I think what goes right along with it is enduring the weight that can be difficult. Once again, we want to see our progression. And sometimes that means we want to see when this section of time is going to end. We want to see, okay, when is the struggle over? When am I going to get to my goal? When am I going to have the freedom? When am I going to be able to master this part of my life and move on? And sometimes we just don't know. I remember in the book, Victor was talking about they were in a situation where there really was no end in sight. So then they had to deal with expectation and endurance during that time period. But that can make it very hard because we don't know what is going to finally be the time where it ends and we get to move forward. Now, something else that he mentioned that I thought was really fascinating and something maybe I didn't quite consider before is to be worthy of our struggle. And I thought, well, what does that mean to be worthy of our struggle? And do we need to be worthy of our struggle? And he basically boiled it down to if we find purpose and meaning in our struggle, it helps us to endure well to be worthy of the experience that we're having. So he was actually talking to a rabbi there and this rabbi had expressed the difficulties that he went through during that World War II time period. And he mentioned his first wife and all of his children were killed. 
And at the time he had now his second wife, but she could not bear children. And so for him, this was a struggle on two fronts, a struggle that he felt like he wouldn't have anyone to carry on a lasting legacy of him and his family. And in addition, he felt like those who had passed on before him, that he could no longer be with them. The things that Victor said to him, I thought were very poignant. And I want to share them with you where he said, do you believe in the afterlife? Do you believe your family has lived on? And he said, yes, I do believe. And I believe because they died when they did, they are innocent and in an innocent place. He says, well, when you pass away, are you able to then go join them? And he says, no, I believe I'm a sinful man and will not be able to join them. And this caused him so much internal struggle. And Victor asked him, he said, just consider this. What if you were kept on this earth for the time period you have beyond your family to go through the struggle of becoming worthy of being in their presence again? What if you needed for you to go through this extra period of time to overcome sin, to become more of who you needed to become to earn the opportunity to be with your family again? And this changed the outlook of this man and helped him release that struggle. Maybe not completely, but release the torment he was going through of this disconnect that he couldn't be with his family and why he had to be on this earth and keep continuing on. That he found meaning in the reason why he's struggling now. He found purpose in it to help him become who he needs to become. So I want you to consider Can you find meaning or growth or understanding in what you are asked to endure and experience? And once again, this is easier to do once you've been through an experience and kind of look back on it. At least I have found that for my own experience to say, oh, I can recognize this a little bit easier once I've come through and I'm on the other side. But if we maybe look at our struggles a little bit differently, not just a painful experience to endure, but something that can ultimately benefit us and be something in our lives to help us move forward can completely change the way we go through the struggle. So how do we move through the struggle and allow it to be part of our growth instead of keeping stuck? Now, a lot of this we'll be talking about next week when I give you some tools and things that you can use to help you move forward in that struggle. So I hope you stay tuned for that and being able to check that out next week. Uh, but I also wanted to pay attention to this particular picture I have up. Now, for those of you that are listening, I want you to picture a spiral staircase going upward. And in this spiral staircase, I want you to imagine you walking up these steps. Because I think when we allow our struggles to serve a purpose, to give us understanding, to give us growth, to help us change our nature to something better and to improvement. It's helping us prepare us for the next step in our lives. It's preparing us to keep learning, keep growing, keep walking up those steps to not only learn what we need to learn, but to become who we need to become, to really experience the life we have to the fullest, to not just endure the difficulties, but to enjoy life to enjoy what we're going through, to learn from what we're going through, to know that this is part of helping us become. 
And I love this visual just because I think we cannot move forward if we don't have the struggle in the process. Now, I want to be clear, we do not seek struggle. (laughs) We do not look to keep going through the difficult on purpose, but the struggle will be in our lives as we not only look to become and improve our lives, but and also in our decisions, the decisions of others and life circumstances as a tool to teach us and to help us grow. Once again, I think about my experience that I went through for years with money and finance. If I didn't experience those things, if I didn't go through those things, if I didn't learn what it meant for me, it would be very difficult for me to move up those steps and being able to teach others. So next time you are struggling, and maybe you are right now, maybe take the time to think about how could this maybe benefit and help you move forward. Think about how this may be the very thing you need to take the next step in your life. And in closing today, I want to share with you this quote by Kristen Neff. And she says, this is a moment of suffering. Suffering is part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give myself the compassion I need. And I think anytime we are going through a struggle, the more compassion we can lend to ourselves and others, the more peace that we can feel to help us move forward. I hope you have a beautiful week. I'm so grateful to share this information with you. And if you have questions or you want to know how you can utilize this information in your life, please reach out. I would love to work with you and to help you do that moving forward. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you, and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses, where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.